All right. So allow yourself just to get comfortable. I want you to just notice yourself in your own body. Find a place that feels like you are dropping into you. Um, maybe you've just got to um, reconnect to breath. Maybe that's, it's that idea of reconnecting to that, um, you know, the moment right now. And just allowing yourself to drop in. This is one of the habits that we start to anchor here. The habit of dropping into ourselves. The habit of checking in with ourselves. The um, growing our ability and growing our capacity to be, excuse me, be in presence to ourselves. And we attempt to do that every week on our live call. We attempt to do that every time we gather to firm up our capacity to be present with ourselves. And so we practice it. We practice it every time we come together. So tonight as we drop in, we know we're coming to explore and become aware of how these five senses operate in our being. And let's think of awareness as a verb, as something that is, ha that is, is an action. We are becoming aware. And tonight, I just want to let us become aware of these five senses and how they serve us and how they are underappreciated or dis disregarded sometimes in the course of our daily life. I want you just to consider your skin. And as you feel the breath coming in and out of your body, it's almost like you can feel the breath from the inside expanding outward to reach the underside layers of your skin. And there, this beautiful container, this beautiful wrapping that keeps everything in that should be in and filters everything out that should be out. And yet like the most expensive coats that we can see on the market, the ones that are waterproof and yet breathable and super warm to a certain number of degrees and temperature and yet uh, lightweight and um, all, of the, all of the things that we use in our outerwear. Just imagine that being your skin the technology of it, capable of keeping inside everything that needs to be inside. And yet still able to release everything that needs to be released. 
finding ways to let go through blood, sweat, tears. It even releases through rashes or acne or um, boils. Um, everything this skin does, it assumes that it is acting in our best interest. No, it is acting in our best interest. So even while we may be frustrated that, I don't know, there's a pimple or there's a rash or the skin is dry and flaky. The skin is as intelligent as any other piece of our body. And if it is um, releasing somehow in some way that is, I don't know, not pretty, we, um, we have to know that it's still in our best interest because our skin is attempting to detoxify something that's inside that isn't serving us well. Think about the ways you can support this um, innate intelligence. We can support this innate intelligence with our habit of oiling, putting, um, putting this oil on our skin so that it is like allowing nourishing the layers of our skin so that that breathability um, is heightened so that the dryness is combated so that the impurities that our skin tries to release from our body can leave with more ease because there's a lubrication in the whole system that we can take advantage of. We can support the skin by not putting things on the skin that create um, a firm barrier that repels, it might repel water and it might hold in hydration, but it stops that breathability from happening. So as you breathe in and out, allow yourself to just appreciate the intelligence of this organ. and its ability to help you detoxify. Its ability to get wet, yet keep you dry. To heal when it's cut. It is one of the organs that we know, we watch, we witness its self-healing abilities. And we trust it to be able to do that. And just take a moment and just have gratitude for this organ, this sensory organ of touch. Enable, um, able to um, discern Um, danger and delight in what it touches. The nerve endings in the skin helping us discern anything that's painful or sharp or um, dangerous for us, but also 
what feels good, what feels wonderful, what feels supportive, whether or not that's a hug, <laughs> a certain piece of clothing, a certain temperature, Maybe it's just the feeling of being clean after a shower. Yeah, the skin is a good thing. And bring your awareness now to your ears, your hearing. And think of all the information that comes in through this sense organ. A noise that we haven't heard before, creating a little alert system in our bodies, asking us to go investigate or, or to pay attention. Sometimes it's when you move to a new neighborhood and uh, like where I live when I moved to Glenville, I could all of a sudden hear the train. And at first my body had an alert to that noise. And then after a while when my hearing, when my body decided that that noise was not going to cause me any harm, it's like I stopped hearing it my hearing started to be more um, intelligent and stopped um, showing me that noise over and over again. And yet in the middle of the night when some um, sharp noise happens outside your house, your hearing says, hey, this might be worth waking up for. It's still discerning for you your environment. It lets you sleep through things and ignore things that it has over time um, established are safe. And it rouses you and alerts your attention to anything that it wants you to pay attention to. And when something delightful comes into your ears, there's just this welcoming sense. It could just be the conversation and laughter of family and friends. It could be your favorite music. Could be the sounds in nature of birds or leaves crunching or the water of a stream. You're hearing, um, bringing your awareness to these things that are delightful for you, that soothe your nervous system and support your well-being. Bring your awareness 
now to your nose and your sense of smell. And consider here too, the ways this organ is always on alert for you. It is processing the uh, external world for you and it heightens your attention whenever it wants you to help it discern something. It might be when you um, open your fridge <laughs> and it gives you a smell that indicates that something in there needs to be cleaned out. It might be when you walk into a restaurant and are immediately greeted with just warm, inviting smells that assure you that this will be an amazing place to um, eat. It tells you when something is off and it reassures you when something is fine. And it's the one of the ways that we uh, assess our external world. I want you to bring yourself now to taste, to the taste buds on your tongue. I want you to think about the flavors and the foods that delight your senses. Sometimes um, the th things that we're drawn to, sometimes through hearing or through smell, through taste, touch, sight, um, they're part of old patterns. Sometimes we find ourselves, especially with this taste bud one, we find ourselves craving things that are outdated for us. And this is the first place where we notice sometimes that um, the ability to decipher between danger and delight can get kind of cloudy when we're scarfing down our, um, you know, full bag of Doritos or something like that in our body, our taste buds are saying, yeah, give me more. But more often than not, even our taste buds have a really keen sense of when something is harmful for us and when it's helpful. Think about these, um, especially hearing, smell, and taste. I want you to consider how you can hear something, smell something, or taste something, and it will immediately take you back to a moment in your life. Maybe it's the smell of sh the shampoo that you used when you were in um, university. Maybe it's the taste of a spaghetti sauce that is the recipe that your grandma used to make. 
Maybe it's a piece of music. It immediately, immediately ties you to a person or an event or an experience in your life. Finally, go to sight. We go to our eyes. And their ability to read body language and other people. To see subtle details of cleanliness and kind of what needs to be cleaned, what needs to be wiped, what needs to happen. to determine the well-being of um, people that you love. And just based on laying eyes on them, noticing the way they hold their smile, noticing the way they are able to look at you or avert their gaze, noticing the way their breath moves in their body. And how without any words being exchanged, you can see how things are. And so these five senses are, they're not only, only our emergency response system, but they direct us to that which will fuel us and fulfill us. When something delights our senses, it is directing us to repeat that again. And so when we come into this course, we come into um, an attempted deepening of our trust and capacity to listen to these senses. And through our first aid habits, we want to also um, clear the channels that these senses use in our bodies so that the messages that they are delivering to us are accurate. And so when we follow the guidelines of rising early, of moving our body, of meditating, of eating plants and eating better, of oiling our body, um, going to bed early, practicing some um, rhythmic eating, when we follow these Ayurvedic guidelines, these guidelines are meant to clear the channels of communication that our senses use to deliver information and data to us. So that the information that they give us and how we decipher that data is in our highest good is for our highest, our highest good.
and the more refining we can do around our first aid habits, the more we can trust how we are reading and interpreting what's coming in through these senses. It feels like that is more important now in this point in history than maybe ever before. I don't know, I haven't lived in other points in history, but there's something about where we are in time and um, the historical context of where, where we are now that we must rely on. We must start to develop our um, ability to tune into that innate wisdom, to that which our own body is telling us. because the information that is coming at us from external sources has a bias for somebody else's highest purpose. And sometimes that bias is in keeping and in alignment with yours and sometimes it's not. But what becomes important is that we can start to hear, decipher, and act on what we know to be true because it's coming in through our experience, through our life experience. I want you to take just a few deep breaths as you just consider that idea of um, skin, of touch, ears, hearing, nose, smell, tongue, taste, eyes, sight. And how these five organs inform that innate intelligence. These five organs are um, combining with the innate intelligence built into your body to help you make choices of how you move through this world. And as we rise out of our meditation today, I want you to consider one thing that you perhaps already do or perhaps know that it would be easy for you to do to support or improve or cleanse or uh, listen to each one of these five organs. Maybe the word is just honor, the way you will honor. And in honoring that um, organ, that sensory organ, you might be cleansing its communication channel. You might be um, turning off news or music that doesn't support you. You might be seeking out quiet time or you might be 
um, trying to cleanse your palate so that your palate is actually deciphering what's good and what's in your highest interest. And so as we rise out of the meditation, I'm going to get you to open your journal and just write down the five senses, taste, touch, sight, smell, hearing, and just one small instinctual thing that you feel like it would be easy for you to do to honor that sensory organ. When you're ready, I'd love to hear your thoughts. That was a long meditation. <laughs> I always feel like this one's magical because every time I go to tune into these five organs, I'm always like, it's kind of like every time we do this habit, I go, oh yeah. It, it just feels so um, funny to me how overlooked this, um, these sense organs are and yet how much they do for us. 